And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one magnificent page of Talmud every day. And on today's page, Nazir 29, boy, do we have a firecracker of a duff, a firecracker of a page for you. Have a listen to the following bit. The Gemara asks, Granted, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan, who said it is Halacha transmitted to Moses from Sinai with regard to a Nazarite. For that reason, one can understand that ruling of the Mishnah, which indicates that for his son, yes, a father can vow that he should be a Nazarite. But with regard to his daughter, nope, he cannot do so, as the Halacha learned by tradition cannot be questioned. However, according to the opinion of Reish Lakish, a father should even be able to impose Nazariteship upon his daughter for the sake of her education. Why does the Mishnah specify a son? The Gemara answers that Reish Lakish holds, a father is obligated to educate his son, whereas he is not obligated to educate his daughter, and for this reason he cannot vow that she should be a Nazarite. Wow. To discuss this fiery piece of Gemara. There's really only one person I would call with such jagged questions. The ever so wise, one of my favorite writers, thinkers, and people on all things Jewish and otherwise. Welcome back to the show, Rabbi Diana Fersco. My pleasure, but like any good Jew, I'm going to start with a complaint. Uh, why you only call me for these really hard passages? I, I want an easy one. I want a layup next time. Uh, no. I'm sorry. Uh, my my value for you is evident, and this is not a slight to any of the guests who have, you know, the beautiful, airy stuff, but my value for you is evident by how difficult the passage of Gemara of the Talmud that I ask you to grapple with in today's is probably one of the most difficult ones. Here are the rabbis saying, sons, definitely educate them in all things Jewish. Daughters, ah! explain, illuminate, help us out. All right. I have a take here. I'm not sure it's going to be a popular one, <laughs> but I've thought about this, and this is what I think. I'm not sure this text is about gender, and I'm not sure the best, most useful pathway to understanding this text is to go down that route, which I think is is fairly well-trodden at this point. For me... This text is more about parenting. And I think the passage is basically suggesting two different models for parenting here. One is the model between the father-son, and the second is the model between the father-daughter. And I think the question for us <laughs> is, which are we more like at this point with our, our children? Explain. All right. In the first case, the father-son relationship, the father has this obligation and therefore can make a vow to make his son a Nazarite. So basically, in that model, you can force your child to say, in our terms, be a doctor or marry a Jewish person or live in the same apartment building as you when they grow up or, you know, to be religious in the way that you want them to be religious or, you know, whatever. But you can hold them to that system in model one. You know, you can sort of control what happens to your child when they grow up, the way they behave and the way they live. 
Model two, the father-daughter relationship, in that case, you're not obligated as a parent in the same way, and you therefore have a lot less control over what happens to your child when they grow up. So we can't, as parents, actually control how your child, you know, wears their hair or who they co-mingle with or not, or how they live their lives. And I think it's brilliant that the Talmud is basically suggesting (laughs) these two different frameworks for what it means to want something for your child for their future and the possibilities and limitations of achieving that goal. For me, of course, I think we're much more like the father-daughter relationship at this point in Judaism than we are like the father-son. And I don't think we necessarily have the ability and maybe not the desire to sort of like control the outcomes and the behaviors of, you know, our children's future adult lives. In other words, move over helicopter parent, here comes Talmudic parent? (laughs) I say yes to Talmudic parent. And I also say in both cases, in both of these models, the answer that the Talmud is teaching us is, well, at the end of the day, (laughs) you know, you may not be able to control it. But the answer in both cases is to stuff your children as full of mitzvot as humanly possible even if you're not obligated, and hope for the best. Inshallah. Rabbi Diana Fresco, thank you so much (laughs) for being our guest. You're welcome. My pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.